Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I was talking about, every once in a while, or for me every day, I get to check in with some people that, you know, are living their lives from a dream. And what I mean by that is some, somehow, some way in their lives, they discovered that they had something they wanted to do uh, that was different in their lives. And then they went out and they did it. But did the road actually turn out to be the way that they thought it would be? You know, are we part of a grand plan that sometimes we know about and other times we don't? I'm so thrilled to be talking with Jen Bolden today about uh, being bold, incorporating animals into the next green movement. But more importantly, what are her keys to success? You know, how do we look at Jen and what she's put together in her life? And if we take a look at her profile, as many people would say, or her bio, you know, she gets labeled environmentalist, entrepreneur journalist, public speaker, media talent, and then you start to look at what it is that turns her on every day. And so we want to talk with her about that and how we can all get connected to what truly is meaningful for us in our lives and then say yes to it in a way that activates and inspires others. Jen, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. This is a really, really cool conversation. I'm so glad I get to chat with you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's amazing to be here. You know, I want to talk about you and your journey, and then we'll get to all of these other questions that your folks sent me. And we also have some gifts to give away to our listeners. When I read where you've been, where you were, where you're going, it reads like something uh, out of a, a very popular television show that talks about success in the many different ways. And yet there's so much depth to what you do and what you, you know, what you could do. And I want to start from the beginning. How does someone like you create the kind of career that you've created, but more importantly, makes a commitment to honor the earth and the dignity of the human spirit. Where did this all start from? Oh, it started long ago. <laughs> um, but it wasn't, it wasn't until more recently that I um, committed to bringing what I do on a daily basis into my value system. Mm -hmm. And and just to explain that a little bit, you know, I've always been motivated by nature. And I'm always just in awe of how beautiful it is and how many times we're not really going in the right path in order to preserve it for ourselves and future generations. And so I would do my little recycling on the side. I'd write my politicians on the side. And I figured... Uh, I would go to New York City and enter the whole Internet startup deal in the late 90s and try to make a few million dollars and then give it to environmental causes. Mm -hmm. So that was my first um, kind of plan of attack. And uh, long story short is, is that didn't really work. And um, I had this cognitive dissonance. You know, I spent so many of my waking hours, in fact, 70 hours a week about, you know, creating things that the world didn't need. Um and on the side trying to, like, live my values. And then I just said, well, this really stinks, and so might as well try something different. And um, in 2001, which is a very meaningful, significant year for all of us, I said, life is precious, and I'm going for it. 
And, you know, and and was it sort of that, you know, the event of 2001, 9-11, you know, did that have something to do with it? Or has or has this kind of been like, you know, this pent up energy and this pent up, uh, you know, desire to do something different? You know, was it all of that put together that brought you to the place of taking a diff- different direction and taking different action? It was kind of a culmination. I have to say, though, it wasn't 2000. It wasn't uh, September 11th mm-hmm. that that was my determining factor. I had left New York City in actually August of um, 2001, and and I, I quit my job. That you know the Nasdaq was crashing, and everything just kind of seemed like this is this is just not working, and it's not worth it. And actually, I had fallen down the subway steps, and um, and I was laid up, and I was just like this. Just all together isn't working for me. So I went to Ireland and ran a horse farm. And the whole idea (laughs) about doing that was I didn't know what to do next. And I just gave myself some slack, right? I cut myself some slack. And I said, the only thing I do know is that I need to be, I need to just ground myself again because this has been a crazy ride up until this point, and I don't. Mess, I, I think this trajectory of where my career is going is not where I really want it to go. So I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to go run a horse farm, which is my passion, and I'm going to just see what happens. And I didn't really have this like grandiose intention except for cleaning out my head and getting my hands dirty, reconnecting with myself, reconnecting with nature. And um, and so that was actually the pivotal point because after about four months in Ireland, I came back with a commitment um, to myself, which was to get a green MBA, if that even existed, because I said, I, I love the environment and I'm actually really good at business. And so how do I combine the two? And, um, and so that was what I, what I decided when I came back. And, uh, and then in 2002, I was enrolled in one of the first, um, environmental management programs, um, in, in Washington, DC at George Washington University. And in 2004, I, I graduated with my, my minted green MBA. Well, you know, and this is part of the journey that we were talking about earlier on the show. I mean, having a sense of what you need to do and then going out and getting it done. Um, today, I want to just mention to everyone, we've got some giveaways for those of you that are t- listening to the show. We actually have 10 of them, 10 Ideal Bite Jute Shopping Bags, thanks to Jen. Uh, and so we'd love to give those give those to you. And then we're going to talk about what they are and why they're important. Uh, all you need to do is give us a shout, one 800 930 302819. Uh, we'll get your name and some information. 1 800 930 or 425 Let's talk about Ideal Bite for a minute, but more importantly, you know, let's kind of talk about, you, you know, what it means to go to school, get a green MBA, and then start to live your life in that way that matches up, Jen. You know what I'm saying? I do, I do, and I'd always kind of walk the talk, and so that was never a, tr- a hard transition for me, and okay. of course it became easier and easier. So, uh, you and bo- just, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Okay. 
Uh, so it became easier and easier to like walk the talk, as they say. And I say it became easier because look at what's happened in the last five to ten years in terms of our access to you know more green, more sustainable opportunities and, and alternatives. Um, and so that felt really good in the sense of yay, I'm aligning my values with where I put my energies, and I still yet don't know exactly what that's going to bring. And and um, through that process of basically graduating with my green MBA in 2004, I then received some offers um, from consulting firms that were, you know, the top five type that were looking to um, help companies just meet the bare bone regulations, you know, environmental regulations. And I was like, oh, no, I don't think I really, you know, went this far and studied for two years and um, made these commitments to myself to just go help companies be less bad. And so I'm going to start a consulting company and work with smaller um, companies that are looking to go green or are green and need business help. And in that process of working with these companies for about a year, I um, discovered that there was an absolute need for Ideal Byte, which sent out daily emails um, on small ways you can go to small ways to basically be green. So now you've been on television, you've been on radio, you've been asked a lot of questions by a lot of people. I want to ask you, in the time that you've sort of been out there since the MBA, have the questions changed from people? What is really on the minds of people in the media? I know you've been on uh, uh, The View and you've been on other places. I mean, are we still asking the same questions or, or is there a different question we should be asking? That's a really great question. <laughs> hey, fact, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so in 2006, uh, did, I did Martha Stewart, and it was about greening a home. And that was one of the first kind of national media um, segments devoted entirely to these these things. Okay, we're actually going to change out your light bulbs, and we're going to purify the air with houseplants, and we're going to put everything into a power strip on your entertainment system so it's not sucking out all the energy when not in use. And, and so that concept, you know, of these, like, small things that are going to add up, that took us a few years to kind of, like, cycle through and to try to really get the awareness. And then thanks to um, everybody jumping on board, right, even Walmart helping to kind of spread the gospel of, of CFLs, those little curly curly bolts and everything else, people are like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, if if you're more energy efficient, then you're going to save money, and there's a bonus. You get to help save the environment. Um, now I think that people are saying, well, that was great and all, but it didn't necessarily really get us out of the quote-unquote mess that we're in when we're looking at being dependent upon oil and being dependent upon um, energy that is a finite source, such as, you know, coal and all of the pollution caused by coal-burning power plants. So there's... that might be uh, your producer they're talking ca- in the other line. No, they're, no that's a coal company calling you. <laughs> I know, and they're saying, be careful. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people, even, you know, I was just with, with my, my parents this last weekend, and they were just like, okay, like, what else? And I said, here's what else, guys. Invest in green, clean technology because laws of supply and demand, population going up, energy needs going up. And our finite resources 
not going up with it. So we've got to look towards wind and solar and methane and all of these great technologies that really need to be brought up to the, you know, economies of scale level where everybody can afford them. Absolutely. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Jen Bolden about what each and every one of us could do. What should we be more aware of right now? And, you know, what is it that in some strange way, what is it that we're leaving out of the green conversation? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want, tap into unlimited possibilities, and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949. Or visit StressDetective.net. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Let Aqua Mantra's I Am Loved Premium Natural Spring Water help you find the love within yourself. Say the words I Am Loved with every conscious sip because the quality of your thoughts creates the quality of your life. Pick up a case of Aqua Mantra's award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles on sale at aquamantra.com forward slash I am loved and know you are loved. Let me see you in a minute. 
got something to tell you. Listen. See the thing about you that caught my eye is the same thing that makes Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. You know, what are some of the keys to success? And what is the next green movement? You know, what are some of the questions we're not asking? But more importantly, what does it mean to be involved? Jen, thank you for joining us here today. Before we continue, I would love for you to give out a website so folks know how to get uh, in contact with you, find out more about what you're up to. Oh, sure. Um, my website is just simply my name, Jen, J-E-N, Bolden, B-O-U-L-D-E-N.com. And I have lots of different things on there, and you can then follow me on Twitter and, and Facebook me and what have you. But I, I love interacting with people. I love to hear what's on their minds, and it really helps me make sure that I continue to work on behalf of you know, where, what do people need to know and how can I help them um, be part of the solution? Let's talk about what the questions are, perhaps, Jen, that are not being asked. And uh, and I, the reason I bring that up is because I think we have an idea or had an idea of what the Green Movement was. And certainly, mm-hmm. you know, we can point back to the Al Gore movie. We can point back to some of the mm-hmm. movies that are out there. But, you know, every time I turn around, there's something missing from a conversation. And you and I were just chatting during the break about Iroquois USA. You know, here's a company that has a brilliant idea, has done a gazillion things to bring an amazing, you know, series of products that convert air to water, purified drinking water. And yet it seems like to get things moving, at least here, there are some challenges. And so there, I think there are questions that are not being asked. And I, I just want to know from your perspective what some of them are and what we need to do to get some movement on things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's kind of the, you know, billion-dollar question at this point, as everything seems to be kind of going in the wrong direction with national debt continue going up and people just wringing their hands saying, oh, I'm not so sure about the future, and, of course, do I even need to mention the economy? Um, so the, people are feeling, I think, a little bit helpless and uh, at the same time hopeful because there is enough there are enough things going on in different kind of pods, so to speak, like the company that you're talking about that that makes water out of air. And you know, of course, you know, I'm sure, that water is our next gold, like actually having clean drinking water for our six, seven billion person planet is going to be incredibly challenging. But if we can use our cleverness on all the smarts that kind of that we're, you know, reported to have, we will be able to figure out how to have a true quality of life. So I think that the questions that people need to start asking is is basically like, is this the best way? Meaning, is business as usual going to actually get us where we need to go? Is living my life the way I have going to bring happiness? Is there something wrong? And if I'm feeling a little ember of, of, oh, I don't know, you know, it just isn't sitting right, listen to that, okay? And that can manifest in so many different ways in terms of what you then do with that knowledge. In my example, in my life, it was I need to use my 
skills for good in, in terms of like green business. And that's just one little example. Um, but with other people, I think if they sit there and they ask themselves, what do I really believe? What is my gut knowledge? And then go for it. Even if it means just taking 10% of what's left of maybe their, their stock portfolio and shifting it into green technologies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's not even, and I, I guess I probably have to give the disclaimer that I'm not a financial advisor. Right, right, but right. But I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you that laws of supply and demand don't why? And people ask me, how did you know to get a green MBA in 2001? And I just mean, again, supply and demand. We need more creative solutions in order to keep our quality of life. And that is the bottom line. And I think that aligns everybody in terms of all of our interests. It's not left or right, and you know, conservative versus liberal. It is, we love our life and we think it's a gorgeous planet. And then how do we then make sure that it continues to give back all of the resources and, and the gifts that it does on a daily basis? Because right now we're at a tipping point. We're at a little bit of a juncture. Well, we're at this place where I think there's been so much said and we're, we're sort of hearing this pseudo green messages from, uh, you know, the media as if so much uh, progress is being made. You know, we're hearing, right. and I'm not going to mention any company names, but we're hearing, you know, let's call it soft drink companies claiming, you know, that they've done enormous things in supporting the green movement. And, you know, I, I think we have to put things in perspective, not that that's not good, uh, but we can't right. get to the place where we think we're done. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up, Dr. Pat. It, it's exactly right. And when you listen to these green messages, um, I, I tell this to your audience, and I hope they tell it to 10 friends, listen for what we call greenwashing, right? And it's this idea of they're just doing one little element, but is there a whole, is there, you know, their one little element is possibly green. Um, but is their whole package, is their whole product, is their whole supply chain, are they doing everything they possibly can? Um, and, and the answer is usually no. And so, again, is it just less bad? It's like when a certain company came out with eco um, water bottles, right? It was, uh, excuse me, right. bottled water. Right. They had changed the shape so that it was less plastic. Okay, fine, that's great. But I'm here to tell you that bottled water is absolutely ridiculous, and it is right up there with driving vehicles that get eight miles per gallon when we know and we have the technology to get 40 and 50, you know. So it's like bottled water is expensive, and it's ridiculous to ship across the country, but yet this company is coming out and saying, look at us, it's green bottled water. And it's like, actually... That is an oxymoron, and how dare you, <laughs> how dare you, are <laughs> so how, how, how are they defining that? I mean, let's just break it down for a little bit. I've, uh, I always like, uh, I think this is so cool. How are they defining green bottled water, just out of curiosity, if you don't mind? No, of course, and it was literally because they reshaped the bottle so that there would be less plastic used. And again, the question I ask your audience to always ask, Oh, is that one of those less bad things? You know, because if it's just less bad, it's not 100% good. And what 100% good is, is drinking water out of a filter. What 100% good is, good would be 
regenerative technologies or regenerative um, manufacturing processes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the big one. The word regenerative, of course, is something that can then, something that could be of use for its lifetime and then mm-hmm. could go right back into the materials um, production line. And so it's not being designed from um, what they call cradle to grave, you know, so basically being designed to then be shipped to a big box store to then in six months become useless and then go to the landfill. And that is about 99.9% of our product economy. So, you know, part of uh, all of this is really about getting educated. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. Um, and in trying to figure out, you know, what the steps are that we could take, um, no one is even asking the question, honestly, you know, where is the water coming from, from, you know, that are going into the bottles? We're not even having that right. conversation. Well, some people do, and I think it's funny because they're, they're, they use it in their marketing, right? Like um, the, the bottled water from, from Fiji. And uh-huh. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are we taking it from other people's, you know, water supply, but now we are using a lot of carbon dioxide to ship it to us. <laughs> Great. What, what can get worse here, people? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, it's just... Yeah, I think, you, like you say, just start asking questions and say, does this make sense? Does it make sense? Well, you're going to be seeing, and so am I, we're going to be seeing some extraordinary technology being launched this year especially. And it is thanks to you, Jen, and the work that you've done. Um, and I, I'm so appreciative of all that you've done and, and to continue to come out and educate all of us uh, about what's possible. Thank you so much. What's your personal message for us today? Oh, my personal message is be bold because, you know, you don't have anything to lose. Anything that you feel you want to express, any type of right you want to, any type of wrong you want to make right, any type of questions you want to ask, do it because it feels good. And I'm, you know, living proof that just following business as usual isn't necessarily the best path. Thank you so much for joining us today. Give out your website again, Jen. Thank you. Thing. It's Jen Bolden, J-E-N-B-O-U-L-D-E-N.com, and I look forward to hearing from everyone. All right, everyone. We can do all of this together. And, again, it's about being bold. Let's take a shorty. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. And as Gloria Steinem once said to me, you know, we're meant to do something outrageous every day. What are you going to do today that's outrageous? What are you going to do today that's bold? And how can we support you along the way? We'll see you next time. <laughs> 